Whether you're coming from a boat or a stand, welcome back to the lodge with your hosts, Matthew Dredska. Wait, no, 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 that's not what I meant. No, no, come on, no. Dang. Patrick Mudge. I really don't know what to say that's funny because I'm not a very funny person. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) And Nick Condor. There's a difference between picking and itching. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me they're gone. I won't have nothing left. Don't tell me you're strong. Back to the Lodge is brought to you by Icy Tech. USA. Hey, let's just be honest. No one can ever completely beat a mature whitetail census. But if you play your cards right, you can fool them. Now, for all the work you put in to getting this close, make sure the camo you choose is up to the task. Mossy Oak. Made for moments like this. IC Tech now has tumblers and apparel. Check out ictech.com or visit the hardware house in Huntingdon, Bennett's Hardware of McKenzie, to find all your IC Tech coolers and accessories. IC Tech, the classic roto molded cooler that started an entire industry. 100% veteran owned and operated. IC Tech USA. Get up. This moment was brought to you by Higdon Outdoors, a leader in the waterfowl industry for over 25 years. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Higdon Outdoors has been helping waterfowl hunters make the most of their time in the field for over 25 years. We are a family-owned company, and we're proud to serve duck and goose hunters just like you. We make high-quality, innovative decoys and hunting products that you can afford, helping you focus on what's really important. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Innovation. Quality. Customer service. That's Higdon Outdoors. Get real. Get Higdon. It's the 6 o'clock hour here in West Tennessee. I'm Patrick. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. And welcome back to the Lodge. Coming back this week after, uh, we'll call it just a a week of insanity. Long week. Uh, We're actually working through some technical difficulties on a very, very minor scale. Um hoping to have that resolved here in about two seconds but uh anyways you can check us out if you're watching us on facebook you can give us a follow by hit the follow button and or like or whatever i guess facebook allows you to do and that will give you notifications of when we go live every wednesday night on the six o'clock hour here in tennessee which is central time and you can follow us on instagram which we're probably not as active on but it's an option at back to the lodge on instagram so coming back um we had quite the. Very, very minor oh, we fixed the technical difficulty. <laughs> Coming back from uh, quite the crazy week last week, um, 
Matt was not here on the show with us last week, but uh, as you know, we were up last Wednesday uh, helping <clears throat> clean out the blind on real foot. A couple things that came with that, and obviously, you know, we didn't expect to have this part of the show shared as much as it was. Um, but in retrospect, some of the things that we talked about, um, we're still waiting for answers on, just like every one of you are waiting for. The goal of the show last week, uh, and, and some of you, obviously, this is the first time you tuned in last week or maybe even this week, um, but the show is to promote the resiliency mindset and mental health benefits of being in the outdoors. So some of the topics we talk about uh, that people may have felt weren't appropriate for the show um, is what our show has been about for going on a year now. That's so exactly right. Yep. It, it wasn't like, well, we're tying that in with the opportunity. That, that That's not what it was about. I mean, you'd have to kind of know a little bit about us and what we do and what we stand for to help get more and more people in the outdoors. Now, all that being said, there are many families hurting from this tragedy um, on all, all sides of the board. So first and foremost, you know, shame on me. I'll take responsibility for it, for using a situation that was close and near and dear to my heart as a comparison to what happened with somebody. And my point to that was you don't always understand what somebody's going through. And somehow they got misconstrued as us saying that, or me saying that the gentleman had dementia. Uh, that That's not what we said. No, it was comparing a similar situation where people didn't understand what a gentleman was going through. Um, again, all things being equal, respect to everybody in the family. But did we um, stand up and, and speak on Jeff's behalf? Yes, absolutely. Um, because unfortunately, the two gentlemen that were with him were unable to do that and speak to his character. Uh, but everybody that did attend the funeral uh, services, it, it was beautiful services, uh, very cold, which to be expected. Um, and, and Jeff was there. Jeff's close with the families. And, you know, he was a pallbearer and present for their services. Um, he loves nothing more than getting children in the outdoors uh, and youngsters and, and helping them on their way as Ch- uh, Chance and Zach did. So um, out of this um, and, and following forward on this week, you know, we want to talk about a community coming together. And, you know, it's one of the things why I do feel blessed to be among the company I am in, especially even with you two gentlemen. Um, you know, we're, we are the type of people to jump when the time is right. And, you know, if somebody needs help, we're always going to be there for them. Let me see what we have in the comments here before I get too far ahead. Yeah, Justin, I mean, that's kind of what it was, but I would still apologize anyways because I don't want any of their family um, from that side to um, take it the wrong way. And some people that uh, on that knew David reached out and said, you know, we've known him for a long time. We appreciate your sentiment. I, I don't think everybody took it wrong, but I would still apologize because, I mean, I, I meant no offense. And if I did, that's what I would apologize for was for the misperception um, because that's what was meant and intended behind it. Uh, but th- going back to what I was saying with the community come together, you know, you and I, Matt, we, we talked with, Several before people. you go a whole lot further, I want to make something very clear. I am not only just praying for the families of Zach and Chance and Jeff, but I've also been saying prayers my entire house has for Absolutely. David's family. They're going through a you know a, a tremendously difficult time also. Mm-hmm. And I acknowledge that even being as close to the situation as I am, they're going through something really difficult. Everybody's also. going through hell on this. So although yes, I was obviously way closer to one side of it, today what's important is the people that are still here and mm-hmm. the one, and the ones that need the help today. And that includes David's family and they're getting my prayers and my, my my entire household's prayers. So absolutely. And we're here to help them as well. Absolutely. And if they ever need anyone to talk to, 
um, or help with anything, you know, we are always there for you. Um, you know, like I said, this is a tragedy. This We didn't call it anything other than that uh, because that's what it was. And uh, we do look forward to hearing more from the DA, TWRA, and TBI um, on their results and how that panned out. So a lot of things developing. But uh, and, and feel free to cut me off at any point if I miss anything. But um, when we talked about the community coming together, you know, we, we will pull our network any way we can to help honor the memories of all involved, um, whether that is helping with funeral expenses, scholarships, um, and, and doing good to promote welfare and being in the community, and not just here in Tennessee, all across the nation. Um, and we have entities even in Canada reaching yep. out to us. So I don't even want to say just the nation. But, you know, what, what hurt me the most from everything was – you know, people that jump to some of the conclusions um, about other folks. And, and look, I know everybody's hurting, and this this country almost seems upside down to many people right now. But I made a post last night. It was, this was a personal post on my personal page, but it was the best way I could word the question that I proposed to anyone, and that is, at what point do people realize you don't have to project your pain onto someone else in your own healing process. And I think that is the question I have for everyone is how do we help each other heal? Like if you don't like something somebody said, help them. Don't criticize them. If you don't like something I'm saying, reach out, help. But if, if you come out to people, you know, it's the old time we can say these kind of things on podcasts because we're not on FM anymore. But um, you attract more flies with honey. You know, and and that's, but if you just come at me with shit, you're you're not going to get you know my receptiveness, and and same vice versa. So, as an outdoor community, as a nation, you know, I do challenge people to, you know, be careful when you when you even if you don't like something somebody said, instead of just attacking them, have an open dialogue. Um, it, it's just so much more productive. I, I don't know any other way to word that. And that's what's been lacking in this story is, and, and honestly. Wednesday night, I'm guilty. I try not to, but I'm scrolling through comments on different posts about the event. And at one point, my wife looked at me and she said, how mad are you? I checked my watch. My heart rate was at 155. And I had typed up a huge, very professional FU to this person in which I didn't send. And I ended up calling Chase. And I I read him what I wrote. And I said, I'm just not going to send it right now. But it was the comments from people who don't know the situation and are trying to play this Facebook investigator and trying to rationalize an irrational situation. Well, and now that I'm, I'm you know, <clears throat> more time has passed since the the event and obviously I've done a ton of thinking. Some of these people I, I there's local news news sources that were running yeah, I, I know, mean I saw that too. Running the incorrect Facebook. stories. Yeah. And it was this never-ending revolving shitboard of just bad information and i stopped blaming necessarily the person for what they were saying just that they were saying it it's not your place to say it leave it alone mm-hmm. you know what's the old saying if you don't get nothing nice to say don't say nothing at all and i also truly believe you know when i see those kind of comments it's like that person's hurt inside oh yeah in, in the old saying you know hurt people go and hurt people yep. um you know and it just 
I, I feel bad. I, I think I just have too much empathy because I, I can feel bad for just about anybody. Um, and, and, you know, that's a good thing and a bad thing. But, you know, it's just, you know, Matt and I have been talking, and even Nick over here hiding. Let me switch the camera. I'll bring you back in. Mm, thanks. Bring your pretty face. Um, you know, we, we, Matt has a saying that I like, don't just talk about it, be about it. Um, and the other one he has, not to bring humor to the situation, but smells like not my problem. Oh, I'm glad that's the one you went with. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the hard one. It's hard to work but with. A... It, that one's caught. I use that one a lot, probably too much. But, you know, in, instead of just not just talk about it, be about it, um, you know, we're, we are going to put on a, a benefit for all the families involved, all families. I mean, we we want to be very clear about that um, with their permission. And all they have to do is reach out and say, you know, please don't or thank you or you know, no not even thank you that's kind of inappropriate but you know you have our permission um daryl says we didn't take offense it was good for, thank you daryl i appreciate that i really do and i appreciate your candidness um but no we, we're going to put a benefit on we are working out and reaching out to all of our contacts and our networks um and hope to have an event put together by late march early april and hope to have even have more things to give away. So yes. if anybody listening thinks that there is something that they might want to do, we're trying to make this as big as we possibly can. For, the, for raffles and, right. and for auction items, yes. So a lot of people have reached out. You can reach us on our website, backtothelodge.com. There's a message box down there at the bottom. Or you can email, uh, it'll come to Matt or I, info at ictech.com, I-C-E-Y. Dash, oh, look, I got the website on here. There you go. ICEY-TEK.com. Um, you can reach Matt or I on there, and we will be more than happy to take all the assistance we can. Um, going a step further, and, and this is still <clears throat> very infantile stage, uh, but Matt and I have been in discussions recently, and have agreed that I think we are going to take this show in our lives a step further and start working on a bigger platform that will physically be helping anyone going through a hard time or trauma um, literally give them a segue into the outdoors. And I think that's, I mean, it's time to stop talking about it. Be about it. So it's a work in progress. It's going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort, but that started today. So end of the day, you know, back to the lodge is, like I said, it's about finding positivity, mental health, and my, and resiliency in the outdoors. So we need to create that environment, not just in a studio here to share our thoughts and, you know, why people like listening to me. I don't know. I know why you like listening to Matt. He talks funny, huh. but, <laughs> and Nick's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, we we appreciate the love and you know, everything we do with success comes giving back and um any positivity that comes out of this we want to make sure it goes back to honor those that um that were involved along this journey. So it's time to start stepping up and you know, Icy Tech is a, is the big backbone behind all of this and you know, that's how we got into podcasts. So I mean we have a lot of new listeners now. Um, but Icy Tech Coolers is it was the first rotomold mold cooler company in the world and the first in the U.S. And um, in 2006, actually, when Yeti got started, that's the first cooler they used was our coolers. They bought our coolers and what they call white labeling. They peeled the sticker off and put a sticker on that said Yeti. 
And that happened from 2006 to 2009. And then they shifted to another product for, you know, business reasons and financial reasons. And um, IC Tech was kind of left in the wind. So when I found the company years ago, um, it was an uphill battle to turn it around and, and work with the gentleman that had it and help him um, get it back on its feet and, and find a happy terms to where we were able to buy the company and turn it into what it is today. So Matt and I, in our journey through IC Tech, have met so many people and been all over the country. Um, we've hunted and fished in even several states already in just a year, but um, you know, revitalizing the name and the brand. So the podcast was an indirect result of a show that was canceled, and the show was planned because we wanted to help people. We wanted people to see there's a better way. There's there's help. There's people that care. And the outdoors is a very therapeutic world. So Christopher's offended by the mockery you're making of the deer wearing a hat. That's okay, not just a so hat. So that hat is the hat from Special Operations Excursions um, that takes our active duty Special Operations Warriors out to the field. Uh, and they do that very discreetly. They can't even advertise. And uh, it's hard for them to fundraise. So we are proud of that. That that actually is one of the deer that I got many, many years ago. Um, But uh, we're sorry you take offense to that, Chris. Or maybe you're joking. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he's joking. (laughs) (laughs) Manny says, I mean, Chris Kyle and his story. Yeah, the anniversary was just yesterday. Um, I actually bumped into Chris many, many years ago and didn't know it until somebody pointed it out to me after the fact. Um, and yeah, he was trying to help when, when something went horribly wrong. Uh, hey, thank you, Chris. He's just kidding. But, um, you know, and that, that's part of it. It's like, you know, Gun Dynamics is a company out of Connecticut um, that works with new weapon technology. And one of the technologies they're working on right now um, that's getting ready to come to market is a remote control, which is either like a key fob or Bluetooth. And you can do it from your, Matt's got an Apple Watch. There's a brand name drop right there where you can actually uh, activate the safety of the weapon internally. Um, and cannot be modified by the shooter. So if you're in a training environment or in a therapy environment where there's uh, firearms involved, you can actually disable the weapon remotely. Um, It'll be an awesome system. It, it will be. And, I, you know, we wish that technology was around a long time ago, but it's coming out, and, I, you know, I look forward to working with them on that project because that's, I mean, that's wonderful technology because just being in the outdoors and some of the sporting events like clay shooting, uh, you know, it, it does let people kind of feel more in control of themselves. Not that the gun or the weapon empowers them, but understands that the weapon is not a dangerous thing. The person is. And it, it helps them understand that, you know, they are responsible for their actions and they can focus on something um, that maybe they never focused on before. So, you know, there's there's a lot of positivities. And that, that's what I'm getting at is that, you know, Matt and I are going to be committed to and Nick. I don't want to leave Nick out. Nick's here. Nick's, Thanks. Nick's back to the lodge. Thanks. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're committed to to changing the way the outdoors is perceived, received, and delivered. Um, and I think that's really important is not just how we, you know, find ourselves and find peace in being the outdoors, but Matt knows, and, and he loves to play devil's advocate, I am huge about changing the way people that are not in the outdoors perceive outdoorsmen um, because they're not – you know, just out to kill animals and not everybody's a game hunter. And, you know, there's, there's, there's enough of those organizations out there to shame hunters. 
Um, and, and quite frankly, there's so much shaming in this country. It's probably why we are in the position we're in. Just throwing that one out there. I mean, it just got us kicked off Facebook. I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a different way. But um, anyway, so, you know, that's the basis and the premise of the show. And we appreciate everybody tuning in. We appreciate the feedback and the reviews. Um, like I said, it, it was mind-blowing to know that we reached that many people, but it was such a good uh, point that we were trying to make. And, and I hope that was received. It, it appeared it was perceived well and received well. But before that episode... Um, we had, we had, you know, we met Nick through this show and he became our producer and sound engineer. And, you know, up till that week, we were actually going to have an initiation with Nick, um, because he was new as a greenhorn. So we'd been picking on him and we said, after 26 weeks of episodes, you'll have a rite of passage all in good fun. Well, that's going to get postponed. I'm sure you're sad about that. I just want it to be over with already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not going to be anything horrible, but I mean, if you want to tune in, maybe next week. We'll see what's going on. Um, Nick will be trying some really, really stupid hot sauces and uh, like, exotic like, foods. And- uh, hold on. Like uh, hot sauces as in plural? More than one? So anyways, you'll want to tune in um, to see that episode next week. And, it, you know, we have a lot of fun. This show is typically kind of a cut-up show, and we, we pick on each other. And, you know, it's a, it's about positivity. But, unfortunately, when something horrible happened. And for, for people that are just new to us, um, we've had everybody on this show from veterans to country music singers mm-hmm. to outdoor celebrities. Outdoor celebrities mm-hmm. to we had Tim Brown, who was the fire chief of Tower 2 during 9-11. Captain. Captain. Mm-hmm. My fault sir um <laughs> i mean we've we, we've had a slew of guests you know we've had the wicked tuna people we've had bruce mitchell from swamp people uh crappie fishing people so you get a lot of the outdoors but but the the glue that holds all every episode together for us is the mindset why do we do what we do it's not just for that 180 inch deer that yeah, deer's great but so is that 100 pound doe that feeds my family for half a year well and not only that but and like we said, it's the show isn't. It's not just about the the kill or the catch. Um, you know, I, I've been through. We all have, but I'll, I'll speak only to myself. I won't speak for everybody on this, but I've been through a lot of traumatic events, um, and actually more when I got out of the military than when I was in as a contractor. Um, being in the outdoors, even if it was <laughs> so loud, dude. <laughs> uh, even if it was just sitting in a tree stand. Or on a dock with a fishing pole, that that peace, that quiet, that no cell phone service in nature is so therapeutic, and and it's got me some through some really, really, really hard times. Um, I've lost a lot of people close to me, pretty much all at once. I mean, within a twelve month period, I lost forty people that were close to me, um, twelve of which were like everyday contact close. So. You know, the outdoors, I'm a living proof that the outdoors is very therapeutic. You know, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I did study behavioral science, but it's not the same. And, you know, to share these stories and and not just ours, because obviously we could go through our stories. We have, and that's over in about two weeks. So, you know, having these guests on, like Tim Brown, who was in Tower 2 and 9-11 and helped coordinate the emergency response, you know, there's trauma example to the nth degree and how the outdoors has helped him. We've had Gold Star parents on that lost their their sons in combat talking about how the outdoors has helped with them. We've had country music singers that 
have lost their way and one was even a a veteran himself and how the outdoors has helped him and he's even invested his money this was uh scooter brown by the way scott brown who invested his own money into an outdoor retreat i believe he said colorado i think yeah also alaska i think there's stuff in alaska Uh, there was a fishing thing in alaska too so i mean i'll see him next week i'll let you know alaska or scott scott oh is he gonna be up there yeah Ah, you lucky dog. (laughs) Just rub it in. Scott, if you're listening, I'm jealous. Um, (laughs) Who else have we had? We've had Bruce Mitchell from Swamp People. We've had uh, two of the captains, Captain Paul and Captain Dave from Wicked Tuna on the show. Um, You know, Captain Paul talked about falling down an elevator shaft and a daughter with special needs and being homeless, broke, and unemployed. And Benny is a professional bow fishing guide who was down there in the Houston. Almost died. And almost died in the the flooding down there trying to help people. So his story is out there. Babe. Babe Babe Winkleman. Winkleman. I mean, almost died from Lyme disease. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, the outdoors is so many great things. Uh, And we want to get back to that. So, you know, if you have ideas you want to share, send us a message. Send us a DM. You know, we're always happy and, and willing to learn. I mean, the day you stop learning, you might as well just go ahead and throw the keys in. And if you're doing something to help get people outdoors, if this message that we are spreading is something that you're already doing, tell us about it. And if there's something that we might be able to do to help, like getting your message out there, connecting people with you for your services, you know, if, as long as it aligns with what we're doing, we'd even we'd even have you on. So yeah. some of these comments are getting pretty good. So uh, Maddie says, yes, ghost peppers. Actually, ghost peppers are mild. We're going to be giving them Maruga scorpion peppers. Skip, uh, uh, um, um, anyways, Charita <laughs> Stout says, can I send you hot sauce for Nick to try? Charita, as long as it, and I hope I'm saying your name right, is it hopefully Charita. Um, if you have a sauce that's really, really, really hot, yes, you, you absolutely can send it for Nick to try. Um, he doesn't have a say in that. Maddie says, skip that next one. Dang, how about them Packers almost caught you a Super Bowl? <laughs> Burn! Burn! How far did your team make it? I don't have a or team. Or yours, Nick. Shut it. <laughs> Christopher James says, I love Babe and his wife. Been hunting with his wife and daughter before. We had, if you go back, Chris, um, I think Babe was what, episode three? Oh, don't get me lying. Three or four. It was, it was in the earlier episodes. You yep. can go back and find it on there. Uh, back when the show was going to sound a little weird on podcast because yeah we were in radio, radio radio studio back then so a um, little bit different but yeah we we had Babe on he talked about all things he's doing and he's he's made a hell of a turnaround too recently yep. on some projects he's working on so uh, I mean yeah I mean that's look it's why we do what we do and what we love what we love um, and if we can just change one person's perception on how they comment and react to things and, and we did I mean I, I see we got so many messages from people. Uh, even saying yeah, I was one of those, you know, those folks, and I deleted my comment. I I thought about it. Um, yeah, I mean, the the DA has already publicly stated the evidence cleared Jeff's name. Um, he said that what last uh, yep. Saturday. The only thing Friday. waiting now to close the entire case is just the final autopsy, which they should yeah. have the reports back in about a week, and then at that point there'll be a fully. That's something I wanted to get into. They have already said TBI will launch a formal. Report report and, of the entire thing. So, Jeff Jeff was such a great guy, and I say was he still is a great guy. Um, but you know when you, when anyone goes through something tragic, and I'm sure every one of you at home have had something horrible happen in your family at some point, and when you see it on social media, the comments of of these, you know, uh, CI or uh, CIS. <laughs> I was going to say NCIS, yeah. but nobody really knows what that. Well, I guess people know what that is. Yeah, there's a show. 
Law and Order television, you know, they just they think everything's got to be a plot twist, and right. you know, here's a guy who just lost two kids he loved, uh, felt like he didn't do enough, and he's already beating himself up, and we tell him, Jeff, you got to stay off the social media, don't watch the news, and, and then he's seen some of these horrid comments, and you could just tell the life was gone in him. I mean, it was it was so heartbreaking, but. You can only tell a person to do so much um, and put the phone down, but you know when you're that concerned and that worried about people and caring about people, it's so hard. And I get it. Some of the most passionate people are the most most emotional people I've ever met. Um, and in retrospect, I mean, you'll see some comments. Fox News um, ran the article on Facebook, actual national Fox. And one of the comment, and I'm going to swear. So if you have any kids listening, you might want to mute this part for the next 20 seconds. There was a gentleman who actually commented on there and said, well, who cares? People from Tennessee are fucking retarded. Are you kidding me? Like, you just showed what little bit of class you had to the entire world. Thank you for that. Um, I mean, how ignorant. But I don't think anybody really gives it the time of day. But you know what? Somebody's going to let that boil their blood, and they're going to respond to that comment, and it's going to ruin their day. Yep. Don't let them ruin your day. Who cares? Well, and I want—I want to expound on something. You know, we know the story. We know that we know the truths. We know what happened that day. We are not going to bring it up. But I do want to tell people that when the story is finally published, there are things that are still not going to. We're not going to have answers to a few things. All right, and, and not to allude that Matt's saying he knows anything more than anybody else. But what he's saying is agents have spoken directly to those involved. And those that were there and those that helped in the hunt, or not the hunt, but the cleanup. And I mean, so information has been given feedback for their own personal safety reasons. Yep. Um, because, you know, it's too hard to go home and go, woulda, shoulda, coulda. And then you're a threat to yourself because that ugly demon depression starts kicking in. Um, so let, let's shift gears completely off that subject. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything we can do to help is always going to be important. Um, Again, if you want to uh, support the benefit, you can reach us at uh, on our website, backtothelodge.com, or you can send us an email, info at icetech.com, as you see there on the, sp- on the screen. But if you're listening on podcast, I guess you can't see the screen. So icey-tek.com. There's a contact us on there that'll be sent to us. So Yep. So. All right. So. We have some plans put in place. We're going to shoot for end of March, early April. And tentatively, as of right now, it's looking as though we'll be able to use the Civic Center in Carroll County Mm -hmm. um, as that was donated as an option. Uh, But if anybody does find a bigger or closer location... To Obion or Lake County. Yeah, Yeah. those counties... um, let us know, but we have to go with what we can do, and the goal is to not spend money, right. uh, but to raise funds. So that is the most important object. And, and, and we're good at putting these kind of events together. We've done this before. And to end of the day, to raise as much money as we possibly can. If we can raise $72 million, I want to do it. I want to raise as much as we possibly can for good to mm-hmm. come out of this tragedy. 
be that uh you know we're gonna let the family sort of make their decision on how it's going to be dispersed right and we have the technology that we can you know for those that are not in tennessee or can't make it to tennessee um we'll be able to do this live yep. with all of our fun camera angles that we can play with and sound equipment and we'll just steal everybody's iphone when they come in and we'll have like <laughs> 72 different camera yeah. angles yeah i can actually do that i don't know if i'd be able to see 72 monitors in front of me it'd be confusing I'm always confused, even with three. Right. Does it take... Was that a plane? If it was, it was low. I think they just buzzed us. <laughs> I've never heard a plane fly over the I floor. felt it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So we're, we're still mapping out what the whole benefit would look like. Um, I definitely think we need to do some kind of virtual side of it because there's just going to be a lot of people that due to covid due to distance due to whatever want to help but can't you know can't personally get here the venue that we have is going to be limited to approximately 800 people is is, eight? is the max that's the number i was given okay. uh, even though we are under no guideline here in tennessee we just feel that that is the appropriate number so whether we end up doing a private event for the close people involved and then the, the major event being online um yeah, we'll cross that bridge. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge as it comes. Um, right now, we've accepted a ton of gifts and things to be given away, and we expect to be receiving more here shortly. Um, mm-hmm. So if anybody has something that they'd like to donate or they have a connection to some company or whatever, let us know. We, we, we'd love to get, like I said, as much as we feasibly can get to raise as much as we possibly can. Yeah. So that's been my big, I guess, my job since Wednesday. Or today is Wednesday. Jesus. Yeah. I'm um, man. It's, it's look. It's been a long week. Yeah. These last nine um, days have just. We've been nonstop, and obviously the um, Zach's funeral. The last funeral was Monday, mm-hmm. and we've been playing catch up. That's kind of how I feel since Tuesday. I don't feel that so. we're catching up though. Not no, yet. but you know we're just staying busy. Long days. Staying busy. Uh, but yeah. in any case, we're gonna wrap that this episode up for this week, and um, we we close the show. We didn't close the show this traditionally. The traditional way, man, I'm all mumble jumble. We didn't close the show the traditional way last week uh, because we played the in memoriam video for Chance and Zach. We will play it again, but we are going to close after that video with our traditional close. And we always ask the same question at the end of every episode. Ask yourself, what are you grateful for? Live from IC Tech Studios in West Tennessee, I'm Patrick. I'm still Matt. I'm Nick. And we are back to the lodge. We'll see you next week. Hey, everybody. Nick here from Back to the Lodge. If you like the show, if you like the content, don't forget to subscribe to us, follow us, leave a review. And hey, if you want to see us and hear us live, You can go to our Facebook page, Back to the Lodge Podcast, and view us live each Wednesday night from 6 to 7. But until next time, we'll see you when we head Back to the Lodge.